All right, here we go. First episode. You already know who it is. You don't know who it is. You know what's terrible? Eye contact. I hate eye contact. And that's the problem right there. Noelle's Clouded Judgment. A show about everything and anything and with everyone and anyone. Today, my first very special guest is uh, Miss Adeline. Oh, my God. Also known as Addie to most. Mm-hmm. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. All right. So who are you, Addie? I would say, clearly, I'm the best friend of Noel. All right. Stop the cap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best friend of Noel, whether he says it or not. But um, can I just say how we met? Oh, yeah. We get right into it. Okay. So I would say back in 2016. Was it 2016? It had to be 2017. It but- was like... The tail the end, end yeah, yeah, fall term, I think. It was like the end of 2016 going into 2017. Um, <laughs> and we had this bum-ass scholarship. I don't want to call it that. No, 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 bro, because I was still if- trying to get a little course in there. Don't, don't say that. We ain't going to say what scholarship we had, but, you know, we had a scholarship at a certain point. Right, yeah. and it Did was- you get kicked out? No. You finished? Oh, yeah. And oh, they paid crazy. for all of my stuff. That's crazy. I got kicked out. Well, did I get... I got kicked out. No, I didn't get kicked I got kicked out. Both of y'all got kicked out. You ain't had to say it like that. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a scholarship. And honestly, we were blessed to have that scholarship because Facts. they did pay for our Hey, classes. shout out to... Nah, I ain't gonna say that. But the person who helped me get that scholarship, we ain't friends, but I appreciate that. That, mm. that put me on the right track. Okay. Well, yeah, that scholarship was definitely something that benefited us. But in order for us to have kept the scholarship, we needed to do community service. And it was 30 hours per semester. So when you think about it, that's fall and spring semester. So we had to do 60 hours in an academic year. Yikes. So I had picked the animal shelter um, because I love animals. And... Not a fan, but continue. Yeah, clearly, because I was in the dog section Ugh. majority of the time, and Jean was just... I was with the cats, man. Cats right are cool with me. There, yep. I ain't got no problem with them. They ain't got no problem with me. They ain't trying to lick me. They ain't trying to piss on me. They ain't, they ain't with none of that. You know, we right chilling. Right there, sitting in the corner, in right AC. in the little cat se- section, looking like an old cat lady. <laughs> um so yeah so they but gene and his best friend had showed up at the very end of i'm guessing this semester Mm -hmm. yep and i had already been there multiple times because i was splitting up my 60 hours and gene just decided to show up with his camera at the very end towards like we're about to go on winter break damn near and um, decided to get all his 60 hours Look, in. The lady tried to say, you know, if you got anything, you're trying to be, you know, do extra. So I'm like, yeah, I got a camera. I can take some pictures Whatever. of dogs, take some dog pictures. It was yeah. the only way we can all be in the same area with the dogs without them saying, oh, you need to split up. The other animals oh need attention. I'm like, gosh. especially that one girl. Yeah, she was, uh, I was just about to bring quite her up. the woman. Yep. So, I mean, ideally, that's how we all met. I had already had a friend there that was from Valencia West Campus who also had the same scholarship. Hey, shout out to anyone who went to Valencia. True. Yeah. If you got your first two years there, ain't no shame. I'm still working on it. But, you know, we're going steady. We're going steady. (laughs) At least you're doing it. Facts. So, um, yeah, we met there. And I was already there with a friend who already knew them. And I got introduced to them. Pretty much it was meant to be. Yeah. Like, after that, it was like we were the three musketeers. You couldn't find one without the other. Nah. At all. So, it was destined and then after that it was happily ever after which you guys will find out find out in the next episode i'll make sure you don't mention his it. next guest it don't matter i'll make sure you don't mention it whatever so yeah that's who i am and i didn't go to valencia west campus i went to valencia east campus but um i just chose the shelter because like that was just of an, an interest of mine they chose the shelter mainly because it was, it was easy. close <laughs> 
it was, it was close easy. to them. Yeah, so I they mean, just for took a little backstory, I'll keep it short. We were doing a, a, a volunteer hours at another place, um, not the most uh, <laughs> reliable way. And we had to come up with another uh, route because we weren't getting our hours in time or last minute. Where were y'all at the first time? We weren't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't. That's the, that's the thing, you know? Okay, little, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a so story for ready? all. There was no hours well, being there, done, and y'all be was a, just basically. Yep. Okay. There'll be another episode. I'm pretty sure we'll get You're into that. You're not gonna commit to crimes on this podcast. Uh, nah, nah, not nah, today. Nah, nah, nah. I'm still trying to get a little skill shop going with that scholarship. <laughs> uh, so we ain't gonna mention that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, that's who I am. Um, I'm behind the scenes a lot of the time. When Gene becomes famous, I will then be his manager. Yeah, basically. So now, know, when that time I, comes, who is? Gene, who is Noel. Noel, who is NOXL, Noxel, No Extra Large, whatever I've heard, and I've heard a lot. <laughs> it's pronounced Noel. N-O-X-L is pronounced Noel. Half the time, you'll probably catch me saying N-O-X-L just because I don't feel like explaining the whole, well, what's, what, where's the, I don't see. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pronounced Noel. Um, I am, I'm an artist. I'm a creative I am a person who likes to stay in their corner and just make a whole new world for myself. Um, I've dabbled in painting. I've dabbled in uh, graphic design, clothing, photography. And um, let's scratch that real quick, because when he says dabbled, he means like uh, tried here. And like there, I know? came and I understood the assignment type thing. Like, I mean, I read the assignment. Y'all can go on his Instagram because I'm pretty sure he's going to promote that. Go on his Instagram, scroll down a little bit, and you'll see his paintings, and you'll see all his work. And you can tell me whether or not you feel like the word dabbled is enough. It's it's fitting. It's not. Okay. You're your worst critic. That's that's what I've read as an artist. Yep. Um, yeah, I've, I've dabbled in a lot of fields where, as far as uh, art goes. Um, I've tried music, videography, uh I think the only thing I haven't tried as of late is acting because I ain't no actor. (laughs) No, please don't. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it'd fit me. You're too goofy to be an actor. Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't understand the assignment. I was just about to say that. I would not understand the assignment. It would not work out. I am getting an F. (laughs) They would literally tell you ass after the first fucking shot. Like, I can't. Nope. Yep. It's like, (laughs) was that good? Did I? Okay. No. All right. I would go home. Please leave. Um, this podcast though, this podcast is just going to be basically a, a diary for my life, you know, something just to document my stay here on this planet earth. Cause you know, the best thing about living is just making memories. And what's the best way to remember, uh, to remember something is to be able to look back on it and have a feasible piece of something to, uh, remember it from. I said, remember a lot in that, but you get the point, It's okay. you know, just to, Let's say, you know, when I have kids, I could just be like, hey, man, this was your pops. These are the people he messed with. These are people he he interacted on his stay on Earth. You know, I know, you know, about it. Just call me an interaction. All right, bro. Hey, if you've seen Invincible, <laughs> that's a funny line. But nah. um, yeah, it's just, you know, people you've come across, people who've made an impact in your life. I want to get as many people that I've met, especially some of the people that have inspired me to do the things I do as far as clothing, as far as uh, pictures, music, all that stuff, to just get them on the podcast to, you know, give them their flowers while they can still smell them, basically. Now, what is Noel? Noel is a brand that I made. I didn't even, honestly, Noel started off as a brand called, or that was supposed to be called, Good Vibes. Which is the most cliche, crabby, I don't even know why or how, or thank God it didn't work out. Um, literally, my last year of high school, I took a, a digital design class. And that's when I realized this is the route I want to take. He, uh, My professor or my teacher, I guess at that point, had us make t-shirts. He had us use a uh, silk screen and all that good stuff. So, of course, I just came up with some basic design, threw it on a shirt. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of fire. And, you know, at that age, you either just got a job or you've been working for a couple months and you realize the clothing that you have or the ones that people say you should have is a little expensive. So I just made my own shit and it was fire. 
So Period. we went, uh, I went ahead and just kept working with the design until I finally came up with something that I wanted it to, uh, last generation. So of course I just went with my last name, which is Noel without the X. And that's what, that's where Noel came from. And we'll go into more depth on, you know, certain meanings of it or where I wanted to go on, uh, either different episodes or later on in this episode. Right. So, um, like you said, and I feel like we have to go over this, um, Noel is kind of like an overall term, not term, but an overall brand name for not just your art and not just your um, clothes. It's also for your music. Yes, I, I think the route that I'm trying to go with with Noel is just making it a parent company and just have a bunch of, you know, uh, different things or different ventures underneath it. So as far as clothing goes, of course, it will be still called Noel, but I feel like uh, eventually it'll slowly progress into being presented by Noel or just uh, kind of how it's certain companies where uh, there's the big brand name that makes them um, like I, I can't I don't have one off the top of my head, but I think Michael Kors, where it's another uh, bigger brand that owns it or coach one of those. Okay. Yeah. Like the companies that also make. Like, I think Michael, or no, Fossil. Fossil makes Michael Core watches. There you go. See, and you wouldn't see, you wouldn't necessarily correlate the two, but, you know, one is the parent company of the other. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the route I want to go with, with, uh, with clothing. And then, of course, music. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to change my name. I do music, by by the way. Um, NOXL or Noel. And this is where y'all would understand where dabble is not a sufficient word <laughs> because let's just say that Noel is just an overall creator because he creates in his art, he creates in his music, he creates all his clothes. And honestly, there's really never going to be a time where you see Gene and he's not wearing his own clothes. Like, I've gone to that point where I might have too much of my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no, like they're, him wearing anything else except for noel brand clothing is not a thing (laughs) and it's been like that for i would say about two years now it's getting there yeah Yeah. i I think it's about two years where i haven't had anything else to wear Mm -hmm. but my clothing um but speaking of clothing there will be some for sale at my art show which is our next topic actually Mm -hmm. um so i'm having my second biannual art showcase or gallery um, May 14th, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Downtown Art Collective. I feel like a lot of people who are from West Orlando or in the uh, creative arts, um, I guess, environment of Orlando would know where that is. Plenty of events that I've seen uh, being held there. So, of course, I had to take it back for the one time. Um, and f- there's going to be just a bunch of my paintings uh, being hung up. Uh, some of them will be for sale. I'll also have a couple of clothings as well as prints available for purchase. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully everybody comes out. Uh, you can go on my Instagram, official.noel, spelled N-O-X-L, on Instagram to uh, see the flyers and all the different stuff that I have available. Yep. If you don't go to the second one, then you're clearly missing out because the first one already had an amazing turnout. Man, I almost cried at the first one. I ain't emotional, but I almost cried at the first one. He a lie. He gonna cap a lot. And we'll get into that. Yeah, when we I, start I'm gonna contradict cancers. myself a lot throughout this whole uh, podcast series. I won't lie. I deal with it a lot. <laughs> um, the next topic would mainly be about, since we're talking about the art show and how he's going to be selling his art, um, how you come up with the ideas for your art. Depression. Oh my hey gosh. man, if it ain't broke, don't. F- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, it all it all comes from just you know being stuck in your own mind. You gotta let everything out eventually or somehow. And for me, I'm not a person who likes to talk a lot unless I'm with people that I actually care for or am uh, friends with. Uh, it sounds terrible. Then, yeah. Even- it's, it's sometimes really it's hard. <laughs> I feel like I'm like one of the only people that can really like get 
shit out of Jean. Because I mean, I literally read you. I read you. And then you get mad and because I read you. And this comes back to why I hate eye contact. My eyes say a lot before Yo, my mouth this can. man has looked at me a total of probably five times during this whole entire yep, podcast Yep, and I refuse so to do it anymore. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Yo, so your art, how you come up with it? Are you just um, going to settle on depression? I mean, depression is a really good recipe for creativity. Like some of the the, the craziest people are the great art, greatest artists. For instance, Kanye. This, is true. this oh man is a God. genius. I mean, I'm sorry. Of course, yada yada, uh, whatever the case may be, whatever shenanigans he's getting into. But you can't doubt the man is a creative genius. And I'm gonna stand on that. I'm gonna give him his flowers while he's still here. I y'all can't. could y'all could flake on him all y'all want, but I ain't gonna let him go down like that. This man gives me weird vibes kanye yes i mean he's a weird dude but the man's a genius at least you know like i don't know you're a different type of creator because i i don't look at you and i'm like yo you're mad weird like i can't be around you type i could not be around kanye it looks like he has like bipolar episodes not saying that being bipolar or having that type of mental disorder is bad but it's like it looks like he just be creating his own downfall sometimes it's it's the the plight of the black artist. I mean, I've I feel like I've seen it. I feel like I've lived it. But yeah, most of my art just comes from me being either alone or you know stuck in my own head for too long. Sometimes it's just you know random burst of hmm. I wonder how this would look on a canvas. And half the time, wherever I begin is not where I end. So I could have one idea planned for a piece of canvas, and then by the time I get halfway done, it's a completely different painting now. And now I'm looking like, okay, I'm going to put this down and try again tomorrow because that's not where I was going. Yeah, you've done that a lot. Plenty of times. Do you have a an, like a favorite painting? No. <laughs> you know how some people, like some artists, it's funny because I just heard it the other day how an artist referred to all of her albums like as her babies and then her most recent album that came out that was like her most important to her was like her teenager so it's like you know you you get the the metaphor so um that's interesting right so do you have any paintings that are like nah like that's the one like a painting that would be really hard for you to get rid of or you've already gotten rid of um one of them that i felt like was i guess i would call a baby is when i actually sold to one of my uh good friends geo it was my take on whatever that painting where they're touching fingers mm. yeah <laughs> as an artist yeah as an yeah, artist you, you would assume that it. yeah you would assume that i would know the name the artist when it was painted all that stuff nah i just i could reference it if i need to but off the top of my head no clue <laughs> but yeah that one was one of my favorites just because i had so many doubts on how it would turn out like the crazy part is that started off as what was supposed to be uh what was supposed to be a self-portrait I hate self-portraits. All I mean, my paintings like yourself, start, right? Yes. All my paintings start off as self-portraits and then I scratch the idea and create a background and then do something else. I think the closest thing I've gone to a self-portrait other than or something that was painted. I guess cuz doing digital um or graphic design version of uh self-portraits are way easier. But painting-wise, the closest thing I've gotten to is the back of my head with a do-rag on, which is not <laughs> That could be anybody. As well as, I think, just the top of my head with a do-rag <laughs> on. It's <laughs> What is I, this? <laughs> Please let me know. There, yeah. No, I hate self-portraits. I don't Why? Know. You I don't have know. so many good pictures. Yeah, but some about, you know, insecurity sends you into this place where it's like, do I want to make this? Or That's now you're like, looking at it and you're yeah. like... That's like when they say when you're about to post a picture and it was a picture that you really liked originally and then you're staring at the picture. They say the longer that you stare at the picture, the, the more you're not going to. Yeah, that should be looking the crazy. The more you don't like it. So at that point, you just got to be like, fuck it, post, and that's it. Yep, I, I would assume the same would go for painting, but you have to stare at a painting for a long time and now you're stuck looking at it. Like days. Days. <laughs> hours <laughs> and it would it, i feel like it's a huge heartbreak when you finish a painting and you're like damn yep it could have been what it, it, yeah it could have been so much was. better but nah that uh that one painting it was the two hands touching fingers and it started off as a self-portrait got a 
background of like yellow and some painted over it. And then I decided to do that. But I'm terrible with hands. Like, I mean, atrocious with hands. So when I finally stepped back after staring at the painting and putting little details on it for like hours, I was thoroughly surprised. I, I'm like, damn, this actually looked like it could be a museum. Mm-hmm. She was good as hell. How and then much I did sold you sell it. it for? I won't get into that. Okay. Yeah. Nah. What was the first <laughs> painting that you sold? Um, The first painting that I sold, I sold to Sanseray. That's my dog. Um, What was that exactly? Uh, it was a galaxy, if I'm not mistaken. It was um a pour, an acrylic pour that I decided to put onto a black canvas, mm-hmm. and it kind of looked like a solar system. So I added some stars, and it was it was really simple. But I think that was the first one I sold where I felt like mm, people actually like my shit. This yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't know if you want to get too much into it, but last year's oh, art show. Um. Your outcome compared to how you feel like it's going to turn out this year? I mean, I always expect the worst and just be thoroughly surprised at how good it turns out. Because, look, man, (laughs) shit's crazy out here. I really don't realize how much, I guess, um, how how noticeable I am in my community just because I don't go out much. Um, but it hits you every now and then when you know you're just shopping and someone's like, hey, you're that one guy who makes that, uh, you got that clothing brand, right? I'm like, yeah, oh shit. What's up? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, bro. I seen your shit on, on Instagram. I'm like, oh, damn, that's what's up. And I always forget to promote it. And I'm like, damn, he probably would have bought something if I had told him, you know, where See, to buy it from. But that's why, I need, that's why I need a better team. Being a one-man band is hard, man. Shit ain't easy. <laughs> you got to market yourself. I, I try to. Be. But it's that self-doubt, you know. Something I got to work on. It's yeah. all things I got to work on. Hopefully, y'all start to see the difference throughout this podcast, you know. Just see the the growth and all that good stuff. This is the first episode, so it's going to be a lot of things that change, you know, learning from mistakes and whatnot. Yeah, I think one thing that um, me and Gene definitely connected on is that we're both pretty introverted. It's fucked. Yeah, so I think... We we were able to become good friends and and we were able to get that comfortability. It's like, oh, you don't like other. people? Me, Me neither. neither. That's crazy. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that's just how it went. And so then, <laughs> ever since then, we just click on that aspect. Like, do you Simple really want to go out? Hell nah. no. Are you trying to leave this place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My social media at a zero right zero. now, and if we it goes done. any lower, then we gonna have a problem. Yep, somebody gonna say something, and I'm gonna take it the wrong way, and now everybody mad. So, what are we gonna do? That's just how it goes. So, yeah, that's definitely one thing that me and Gene like we're hand in hand on instant um, click. <laughs> so that's that gets into our moods, our traits, and what some of you may not believe in, but astrology. Nobody give a damn about no astrology. That's, That's funny part. because you be sending me astrology stuff. See? Yeah, because they be... And this is what I'm talking about. Gene is a cat. Like, he... I swear... They're he be so, so general much. that they make sense for the situation. It's like, it's like when you see someone post something that's so basic on Twitter, and you're just like, wow, I can relate to this. Retweet. No shit. <laughs> It's basically geared towards you and you just so happen to see it. There's probably 15 other tweets that person made that do not relate but, to you. But you're like, well, this one do. So I'm going I'm to go with this. Yeah, they right. This me. This me nah, right here. I feel like I honestly feel like there is, um, you know, all the different signs. There may be some like characteristics that, excuse me, are very generalized and can be for a large amount of the population, but there are some characteristics that definitely only apply to like that specific um, sign. And I honestly never understood why people don't believe in astrology. Like, I mean, I can see why, because when they be getting deep into astrology, yeah. when you're like, oh yeah, you're a Capricorn rising and a Cancer. See, like, I don't, I don't you even know You asked me when I was to... born, I don't even know that. Why, why am I? <laughs> like what time you were born and then the moon and then all that stuff. Like, look, I'm just a Capricorn. That's really it. Like, I was born January 10th and that's that. So it's simple. Yeah. Like, to I'm not point. about to get too deep and like, I think it was what, like chart. a couple years ago where they said that they were changing the dates on the astrology signs. And I was like, nah, y'all doing too much. Mm-hmm. I ain't about to go look up again. Do that. Exactly. What, 
I was <laughs> born 20, 22, 23 years ago. I'm not about to change my sign now. Yeah, nah, because you relate too much to that sign. Exactly. But speaking of signs, I'm a cancer, July 16th, if anyone was uh, wondering, because, you know, that's when the real, real niggas is born. People July cancer babies. I guess. That's just not. Facts are facts. I, I feel like cancers are in the, the, you know, the top tier, the yeah, lower you're right. part, you're right. the lower top part tier. of the list. For because, facts, top mm, tier. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like I'm a Capricorn guy. So clearly, as we all know, that's at the higher ranking of the list. It's literally the only higher ranking of the list because it's in January. That's the only reason. Oh my gosh. Anything no, else is just no, cap. No, no. Us Capricorns, we're so down to earth. And yeah, so down you went to hell. That shit's crazy, ain't it? <laughs> a lot of people don't like to date Capricorns because we're very, very realistic. Sometimes too, too realistic. realistic. Yep. And mm-hmm. so when you approach us with like those fantasy thoughts or like I don't know, just just things that don't seem practical, we're gonna be quick and like really fast to just humble you. Like, um, no. You know that's what that's happening. called? Crushing dreams. <laughs> They're blunt for no reason. And sometimes it can be my downfall. I'll admit to that. But um, I feel like sometimes it can benefit me a lot because like for myself, at least not for other people, but for myself, like it helps me stay on track. Like it helps me realize, you know, don't expect shit to go so easy. Don't expect shit to go so flowers and peaches and butterflies. Like, no, life is hard. Shit's going to hit you. And you have to remain realistic and practical because if you don't, then you don't want to fall on your face. <laughs> like, Yeah, but what about flying, man? You don't want to fly? You could fly. Yeah, but you're not going to fly. See, and that's Eventually, the problem. Eventually, you got to come down and face the reality of what your situation really I is. I feel like... The difference between, and I'm just being broad because I don't really know anything about the astrology signs, but it's like the difference between a Cancer and what I'm assuming a Capricorn would be like is like skydiving. One is too worried about when they need to open the parachute because they don't want to die. And the other one is too busy enjoying the view, trying to, you know, take as much of it in as they can before they come back to reality. And that is a great, great analogy because... You would be the one taking in the view, yep. and I would be the one right there in the in the plane. You know what? Mm, I don't think I want to do this anymore. You could take the backpack off my See, back, and you could just take me down. That's the, a problem, no, because then I'm like, I'm up there, and then I'm thinking about all the ways I can die. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the ways that this parachute gonna give day. out on me. That was like, um, God puts the most beautiful things behind the the or uh, past the road of fear. So after you get past all your fears, man, you find some of the most beautiful shit. It's like it's like riding a roller coaster. You terrified standing in that line. You petrified when you get into the seat. Hell, you almost shit your pants when they finally launch. But halfway through, you're like, "Oh, this is lit! Oh, this is the best thing I ever did, <laughs> bro! I got to do this again." Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. You know, I don't know why Capricorns are like this. Like, I don't know. It's, it's. It's like black and white for us. It's very black and white. It's either this or it's that. And if it's not either, then at that point, it's just like we don't even try and dwell on it. Um, Capricorns can either be way too direct or um, they might not just say anything at all. But And see, that's that vagueness of <laughs> astrology that I don't like. So it's like it can be either or. What Then how is this specific to a person or when they were born or their star sign Ah, eh. every now and then like the one thing i hate about the little uh title of cancers is that we're emotional i'm not emotional i don't like that title that makes me upset um see and this is where my capricorn tendencies are about to kick in because you are emotional (laughs) but you (laughs) what was that laugh (laughs) g Yeah, crazy. Yo, you are emotional, but you are not in touch with your emotional side. Bro, so therefore, I you that, feel man. like you're not emotional. See, you know that, and no, I you, know that man, that oh. emotional man. Yeah, he just don't, he don't be outside. Exactly, be because guess who the only person that ever sees that side of you? Me. Exactly. Really so nice nigga. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not how it's supposed to work. See, Capricorns don't like that shit either. I mean. 
like I feel like anybody wouldn't like that. Like, let's say you get into a relationship. Gene is single, y'all. So if you want to shoot your shots, go ahead and do that. But you got to be ready for a whole lot of shit. Ain't nothing. A whole lot of shit, baby girl. why you going to do that? Because now they're going to think it's a problem with me or something. Ain't nothing wrong with me, man. Nothing's really wrong with him. I mean, clearly he's not emotionally available. So (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem, though. Like. I feel like, so, not just Capricorns, as I said, but I feel like anybody wouldn't, or would prefer someone to be emotionally out there. But see, I've tried to be emotionally out there, and that shit don't get me nowhere. No. You've tried to be emotionally out there with people who were not willing to accept your emotional... Hey, fuck Geminis. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) So, sorry to my brothers that are Geminis, because I fuck with y'all. Or at least the one that I know. But Gemini's in general, nah, fuck y'all. On mommies. Period. Because if he said it, then I agree. Yeah, facts. And, um, yeah, no, but emotional availability, I feel like, is very important. And you don't got to. But see, I'd rather have emotional accountability. Well, both kind of go hand in hand. No, they don't. I feel like they do. Nah, because sometimes you don't need somebody that's too emotional in a situation where... You have to show emotional availability in order to take accountability for your emotions. But if I'm not emotional, then I can be accountable for all the emotions I do show. Tell me how that makes sense. How does it not make sense? The math is not my thing. The math, math, right? See? Win every time. See? (laughs) (laughs) Me and Jean get into it a lot. (laughs) Sometimes we don't get along at all. But, um... Nah, I just feel like emotional availability is important, especially in relationships, because you have to be you have to be able to be vulnerable with the person that you're with. Um, So that's why I was about to say you don't have to be emotionally available with everybody, but there should be a select amount of people that you trust enough and are comfortable enough to be able to open up to. Now but you nah. just admitted that you're going to fake cry when your girlfriend come crying to you. What? Me? You're going to no. be like, babe, it's okay. And then that little fake tear, only one eyedrop is going to come out. But that shit be so like, why are you crying though? Is my question. What? What's the point? People can't have emotions? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. You got to cry for a good reason. Oh, uh, Like the no. funeral, I get it, you know? That's crazy. Somebody just died. Oh, well, you didn't even cry for a funeral. I tried so do to. you have a heart? I tried to cry. Do you I have just a told heart? you. I, I, I put a tear out. Okay, but do you have a heart? Yeah, I, bro. My heart, <laughs> heart been broke so many times. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, this is, this is crazy. What? Oh, my gosh. Should we, should we talk about... What? The the person's heart that you broke? No, I think that's for a, a much, much, much later. I might try to get her on the show, oh, but that's for a much, much, much later conversation. Oh, I don't oh, think she'd come oh. on the show, though. Yeah, please don't. We won't ever, Why would yeah. you do You see what I mean? He broke this girl's heart, and he going to hit her up talking about, you want to be on my podcast? Uh, but no. What if I say it's to apologize? <laughs> You're going to take an hour to apologize, <laughs> an hour podcast long, and at the very end, hey, gotcha. I just okay. brought you. I just brought you on to this podcast. I just wanted to say, it's crazy. I'm sorry about when was it? You you getting way too into details, okay, ma'am. You're right. So, anyways, it's way too into details, <laughs> ma'am. Knew a lot of people, ma'am. Yo, my point being here is that Gene is a menace. I'm like, not a menace. I'm actually a sweetheart. He you is could, not, bro. You can ask anybody oh I've God. met. Anybody who doesn't know me well thinks, well, no, that's that sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm a really nice person. Yeah, the people that are closest to him are the ones that get the... Yeah, they get the blunt end of the stick, for the sure. Mean, my sister gets it the worst. Oh I'm going to get her on the episode one of these days, for sure. <laughs> That'll be fun. Um. Yeah, no, and I feel like <laughs> that's a perfect time to bring up how um, Gene got into a whole accident and didn't even like... Were you scared? No, I was I was worried that my sister would be upset, but me and we'll we'll talk about that on the next episode for yeah, sure. That'll that be would definitely be a story for episode. y'all to go over. That'll be fun. But that's just like me me um like poking at emotions and like feelings and stuff. Like I imagined that when he crashed, he just crashed, and then it was like, oh shit, Basically, I just crashed. Like, and then it's like monotone it. as fuck. Just upset that like, damn, I really crashed. What the fuck, bro? But he's not gonna serious? show that. He's not gonna show no anger. No, nah, no, nah, because I had, show- I had. We'll get into that episode. That'll be next episode. <laughs> I ain't gonna get into it. Mm, okay. Hey, how long have we been recording? 
I don't know. Does it say? I don't know how to use any of this stuff. Hey, this is my first time trying a podcast. So if you have any tips or tricks or anything you'd recommend, please let me know. Yeah, right now at this point, we're kind of just winging it. Winging it. But I like feel hell. like this has gone pretty well. Mm-hmm, I feel like sure. we've gone over a good amount of topics. But speaking of dockets, I just have like my mind works in a really weird way where random things pop into my head. And I go really into depth with them in my own head. Like I have full on arguments about what I'm thinking about. And then they just disappear. So when I write them down to come back to them, I like, listen to this. This thing says stingrays fly like birds, Apple TV screensaver. What does that even mean? Now, mind y'all, we share this docket. So it's, you know, through the notes app on the iPhone. I could just imagine how you feel reading that. Like, <laughs> I get the notification that Gene has edited the docket and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. There's more, more topics added to the, you know, let me go check it out so I can be educated when the time comes. And, um... I'm literally reading it and I'm like, how terrible is the statement? Take the emotion out. I'm like, what? All right. What does if, this well, mean? Let me, that one I can explain. So I was watching, I was reading, or I was listening to a podcast and basically uh, one of the hosts kept using the phrase, take the emotion out to try to get you to see the, I guess, the other end of an argument, which is ridiculous. Cause like saying, for instance, I guess we could mention all the, um, the recent police brutality uh, issues, where it's like, take the emotion out to kind of see all sides or all angles. But it's like, for what? We make all our decisions based on emotions. Like, yeah, you can be less emotional about a situation and um, try to see the other sides. But at the end of the day, bro, if someone has a really strong emotion about that argument, it's probably for a good reason. Yeah. So, yeah, that frame take or that phrase, take the emotion out is is stupid. It's terrible. That's amazing. So you think that emotions are important, huh? Yes. Why? Why is that? Why is that being questioned? Because didn't we just have a conversation about how you don't like to show emotions? Yeah, but doesn't mean no, I can't see I things from an emotional standpoint. Conversation. Done, right, period. You got it. Um, and then choices. The interesting thing about choices, where I was thinking about this the other day, where um, I forgot what I was doing, but I had decided to get up early, and if I'm not mistaken, I went to the gym. Yes, that's exactly what I did. I went to the gym, but rather than taking my car like I normally do, I decided to take my skateboard. I have a penny board and I went on this long trail, felt like a mission, honestly, just to go to the gym. I probably spent like 15 minutes there. I'm not going to lie. I have not been to the gym in a while. Um, I probably spent like 15 minutes there. And uh, on my way, I seen someone that I used to go to high school and I was just thinking like, dang, had I decided to either wake up earlier that day probably wouldn't have ran into this guy had I decided to take my car that day probably wouldn't ran into this guy and then I was thinking well what about the alternate reality where I did take my car like what's that guy doing and that's what got me into thinking like the uh alternate realities that all of our choices create like this is all coming from this is so ironic oh my gosh because I just saw a post today yeah Today, I think it was on, I don't remember where it was on, honestly, but it was of this lady or this girl describing how um, when she was younger, I guess, um, she told, dang, where did I see it? My mind is still stuck on where I saw this, but she she woke up late for her bus, I guess, and um, her mom, you know, typically, usually would be like, oh, you know... I'll just drive you to the the school or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, so I guess that's what they decided to do that morning. But there was a bus that pulled up. And because like, obviously, at the time that they woke up, they, she knew that she wasn't going to be ready in time for the bus that was going to come. So there was a bus that pulled up and it was supposed to be, you know, her usual bus, but it had pulled up a little bit earlier. And the bus driver, like, she said that her mom opened the door and waved them down, like, oh, you know, you can go, like, keep going, Mm -hmm. we're not gonna take the bus. Um, And so then the bus driver literally came up to the door and, like, knocked and was like, hi, you know, I'm filling in for the typical bus driver that drives this route. (laughs) And he's like, "Um, but I just... I'm early because I started the route early to make sure, you know, I knew where I was going in case I had any wrong turns, you know, whatever. 
and already sound bad right and the mom was like you know no we're good um i'm gonna take her to school you know she woke up late or we woke up late we overslept you know whatever and the bus driver was just like apparently the bus driver seemed agitated and annoyed that that was even a thing like no like i want your daughter to get on this bus right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. so the bus driver drove i mean got back in his bus and waited and i guess after he realized like okay fuck they're not gonna come out he left and a few minutes later the real bus pulled up oh no and Mm -mm. (laughs) so so never would take a bus again right so that she was basically explaining like damn like what if you know i had woke up on time that day what if or literally just been tired enough to be like oh shit yeah that makes sense to me go ahead yeah, like, what if, you know, my mom was like, oh, no, I can't, I really can't take you to school this morning, you gotta take the bus. That little girl would have been abducted. Crazy. Like. And a whole nother reality, she would have been mourning the loss of a child. Exactly. Wow. So, and that's so ironic, because you bring that up, and then I just saw that today. Yeah, Which brings a- me into the whole thing, how iPhones be listening to you. <laughs> For what? <laughs> You start, I don't know, because you just start talking about something and then all of a sudden your iPhone just knows exactly what you're talking about. I mean, sometimes it's for the best because it's like, maybe I did need to buy this. I need a new tie. No, bro. No, that is so. uh -uh. Sometimes the machine ain't that bad. All right. Sometimes you got to give in to the machine. Mm -mm. It ain't nothing wrong being asleep for a while. The FBI agent behind my camera knows a little little bit too much. Ah, They'll be all right. They got therapy. <laughs> um, I think we hit all the points. Oh, wait, wait, no, yeah, we hit all the points. Yeah. Uh, uh-uh, uh, you gonna go over that stingray? It okay. So the whole thing about the stingray is, I was watching, or no, I was watching something on my phone, and my Apple TV. I went to the screensaver, you know, the one with the stingrays flying across the screen or whatever. And I'm like, damn. In another world, these are like the birds and, you know, whatever crabs or fish or whatever the hell are just looking up like, dang, these niggas could fly. I wish I could fly that high. And it's like, that's crazy. It's interesting. The The ocean is terrifying. Stay away from the ocean. I swear. The ocean is the worst. Have you like, ever almost drowned before? Yes. I almost killed the person that was trying to save me. Why? I couldn't swim. So you were like hitting them or something? Yeah, yeah, apparently. I blacked out though. Oh, <laughs> where were you? This was a, a church right, trip to the, the beach. Nah, I almost drowned in there too, but nah. No, facts. I feel like we all almost <laughs> drowned in that shit because those waves were not meant that, for a normal person. Nope. Like, we had went to the beach and um, at the beach, there's a uh, there's the shore, you know, the regular walk up or whatever. Then there's this little dip and then a little island on top. So I had went to the other island. You know, I, I forgot. I think... uh. One of my friend's dads had brought me over there. So I'm like, all right, cool. We on this island way out in the ocean. You know, we chilling. So I'm jumping up. Then the wave pushed me back. And then at the last one, I jump. And then I couldn't feel the floor when I was coming down. And I'm like, oh, nah. So um, I started going a little lower. And I'm like, nah, nah. My, my pinky toe was what was holding me up. And my pinky toe ain't that strong. So I went, bloop, up. Yep. Straight <laughs> bloop. And I'm like, ah, shit. And uh, I pretty much just blacked out. I'm pretty sure I probably had a panic attack some because I was beating uh, the like person it. that was trying to save me. And then we got back to the shore, and I was like, "Yep, never going in the water again." It was at a, at a it was at a lake. Or? No, this was Clearwater Beach. Yeah, oh, me and Clearwater ew. have a lot of bad. Were you swallowing water? Uh, probably. That's just nasty. That salt water. I was drowning, ma'am. Sorry, <laughs> I should have been like, "Ugh, this isn't sparkling water." What? What? Where's nah, the Perrier? I, um, as like as you know, my dad and um, you know jet skiing and boating and stuff like that. So when I was younger, my dad was always so reckless with us on the jet skis, like so reckless. He took us through. Me and my best friend Erica, we were riding the tube, um, and he was pulling the tube, obviously. And there is this lake called Moss Park that we used to go to all the time. It's a really big lake. It's really nice. Um, I would never swim in a lake. I'm sorry. I don't I don't get the forget the alligator, just how dirty the water is. So yeah, that's where I'm getting to. And Yuck. um <laughs> the the color, like the color of the water in that lake, it looks like iced tea. Because there's so uh, many see, trees. Don't spoil iced tea like that. Green there's tea. There's so many trees. No, it's literally almost damn near 
burgundy. Oh, nah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's it looks like tea. And um, I guess like I, I I had asked somebody about that, like one of the workers there, and they're like, oh, it's because of the trees. Oh, and- it's fine, you know, it's just a little moss. <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah, pretty much that's what they're saying, like the trees and like that's, that's alligator the- doo-doo. Sorry. Oh, hell no. So my dad took us through, me and my best friend took us through, um, Alligator Alley. We used to call See, it Alligator what, Alley. Would, because, oh, and, you know, this is why sometimes I'd be things, questioning if my dad loved me. Nah, because bro. Certain like, things you see, you just like, yeah, no, nah, that ain't for me. I know that ain't for me. You they would come me. out. So the alligators always loved that area because there was so much, like, of the weeds. Not the weeds, but, like, you know, the grassy area. That's where they were. They yeah, would so stay. they could hide in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was more quiet in that area. Mm-hmm. Um but they wouldn't really come out in the like during the day because there were so many jet skis and apparently alligators are kind of like they stray away from motor sounds. So yeah, they learn from the manatees. RP the manatees. Oh Hopefully gosh. they back a uh, non non extinct. Okay. They you were extinct for a so. moment of silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay. So um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, um, he took us to Alligator Alley, and he probably was just doing it for all fun and jokes until we fell off. Yeah, no, right fuck them kids, in the bro, middle of Alligator Alley, and I kid you not, it was getting close to around the time where all the jet skis were clearing out. So See? there was alligators there. There uh-huh, was uh-huh. definitely alligators yeah, there. Go ahead and have them. Me and Erica treading for our lives, swimming as fast as we can. We became swimmers that day mm-hmm. because we were... Oh, no, it was so scary. But that's not even the time I was talking about. He took me kneeboarding. He made me go kneeboarding because he just What thought, is kneeboarding? I'm, I don't know what that is. You literally... <clears throat> you're just knees on like, the board yep. and you're... It's, and okay. So you lay down, on. you put your knees on the board and your knees get strapped in. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. You can't stand so, up. So, of oh, course, nah. you know, I have two older brothers and my brother's really adventurous because they're boys so shit. i'm a they, boy i ain't with none of that shit <laughs> i mean at that age they were really adventurous but they um so my dad of course was like come on come on Addie, let's just do it let's just do it and i'm like oh my gosh okay i don't want to be a pussy about this shit because i don't See, know and I that's just, the problem what's wrong with being pussy about shit that's clearly dangerous <laughs> not in my family yeah nuts listen i'm trying to tell you so um yeah i decided to do it against my valid judgment in the to, in the beginning hey, capricorn wasn't kicking in huh nope crazy <laughs> i was being a dumb little girl and i um definitely i was probably like just entering middle school so i was young and i got on that board and my dad and my two friends were on the jet ski just watching me and at first i was doing great i was doing amazing i was like bet this is easy that shit hit the fan huh bro my dad took a turn <laughs> sharp turn okay <laughs> i went over one wave and my shit flipped over hey, but oh, your nah, knees are bro. strapped in See, nah. so i'm stuck under this water nope. and i'm gulping gulping lake water yuck like it didn't taste like anything but yeah because you drowning you trying to breathe air <laughs> anybody worry about mm, this, this new I'm little salt literally <laughs> gulping lake water and that's honestly all i could think about was how much lake water i was downing and it was disgusting like i was like what, what am See, i gonna do after nah. this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to you make gotta, myself throw up nah, you like i gotta detox pump. myself nah, because like uh-uh. you can you imagine all the the toxins and lake water you, i couldn't so I my dad is yelling at me from the fucking jet ski like tip over turn over and i'm like mother you think i know how to just <laughs> easily roll over oh yeah why didn't i think of that yeah. that's a great idea <laughs> oh my god bro i swear i almost died that day if it wasn't for him finally realizing that his daughter was drowning well, he... she hasn't come up for, for air in a little bit <laughs> I'll probably go check on her she's uh swallowing a lot of water it's, it's quite a lot of water he literally jumped off the jet ski had to swim out to me and flip me over and i'm over here throwing up straight water and <laughs> I was traumatized after that. I never got on the kneeboard again in my life. See, I would just never went around a body of water. That's what it, I mean. Pretty much. I am. I'm like that now. It's crazy how adventurous I was with the jet skis and stuff when I was younger. But and I'll still to this day, I'll still ride a jet ski because I grew up around them. Like, if you know how to drive it, they're really fun. And you know how to, like, make yourself not fall off of a jet yeah, ski. Yeah, but what happens when you fall off? 
But that's what I'm saying. You know mm-hmm. what you can and can't do, and you know how to maneuver the jet ski in order to make yourself not fall off. See, I'm a person who believes I have terrible luck with a lot of bad things, so mm-hmm. I just, you know, tell myself I shouldn't do it a lot of times. <laughs> and skydiving, jet skiing, going on a cruise ship. Uh, yeah, you don't want to go on a cruise? I don't think I want to. You know what's crazy? I was about to go on a cruise right before um, um, COVID hit, and I was like, you know what? It's probably something I should probably never go on a cruise. With who? Huh? Don't With worry who? about that. It was going to be a fun cruise. All right. That's it. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> One thing about cruise. me, y'all, anytime Jean says, oh, yeah, I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm like, With who? I don't who know why, it? bro. I be I'm hanging around with good know. people, man. It's just I had a couple of bad apples in my life. No, see, <laughs> terrible apples. I be having to question Gene. Yeah, I be having apples. to meet the person, and then after I meet the person, I'm like, Gene, no, this is yeah, it. but and then I end up being right every single time. That's not the point. It's about the adventure. You know, you got a dream to fly, but you hate being heartbroken. Nah, it makes good music though, and good paintings. You know, that's probably why I haven't painted in a while. Yeah. I need a good heartbreak in my life. All right. Well, y'all heard the man. Nah, don't do that, please. <laughs> God, Somebody no. come and break his heart because <laughs> clearly it. that's all he needs, oh, all he man. wants. But I, yeah, I don't know. Life is life. Sheesh. I think we hit an hour. This notification came up at 732. What? So, oh. Yeah. I think we finally hit an hour. Damn, that, that felt longer than an hour. I really thought we was going <laughs> over. I thought we were getting closer to It's because you don't talk this much. I really don't. Yeah, I talk to myself. This is a lot of, of effort for you. You're about to go home and knock out. Uh, for sure. And I work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to need that. <laughs> um, Was there anything else on docket we need to hit? No, I think we got everything. Shit. There we go. Episode one Noel's Clouded Judgment. I'm going to contradict myself a lot on all of these episodes. So anything I said here, just disregard it if I say something opposite on the next episode. It's just the way my brain works. It doesn't remember what I said. No, nope, he's going to be proving me right. Yeah, every, I'm a, I'm a terrible liar. So. Make, sure y'all, make sure y'all refer to this first episode when I tell y'all that he cap a lot. I'm going to make sure I never put her on another episode so we don't <laughs> have to hear the, I told you. Y'all be serious. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is good. All right, well. Thank you guys for listening, whoever did listen, and uh, hopefully you tune into the next one. Um, let me know if you, I should I should have her on the another episode. Uh-uh, I'm going for no, on me but because, like I said, I'm going to make sure she don't read the comments. Don't worry. There. Say what you want. Say what you want. Please. <laughs> I want to read these. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Addy, for being my first very special guest. You're welcome. This ought to be good. Now I got to go edit this. Oh, God. All right. Oh, that's it.